0: Welcome to the Northern Mouth Podcast, episode 5, and today, Jack, we owe an apology to Tom McDonald. First of all, we have been accused of being what? Boomers. Boomers. Which we searched up, and was apparently somebody in their 30 pluses that harks back to an earlier age. Yeah. Relevant to you. Not so much to me. He says. But anyway. Yeah. Um, the one thing that... in the, Nowadays, it's easy to just jump on someone and go, you're wrong, and I'm going to shit on you for being wrong. Very easy. Yes. Yeah, I do it a lot. Now, I was the one who commented back on the, the YouTube channel. To our friends, Carol and I forget. The dodgy was. name. Whatever, yeah. whatever your name is, apologies. Yeah. Shout out to, yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever awesome. said, y'all don't know rap was, was particularly beautiful.
1: But I, uh, we, we, we thought we'd go back and look at his music. Yeah, because we were it was pointed out that we judged him on his looks yes. before we even considered the music. Um, and he's come out with a song recently called I'm Sorry. Mm-hmm. So we thought this was a perfect opportunity to sort of get a new first impression. Yeah. Now, I initially
0: will judge somebody on the whole package. So yeah. if they look like a cunt, which he does he really does yeah he, he I'm going to be yeah. a bit like what is this what is this you're going to be surprised by what I'm going to say today no I am not kowtowing to cunts on the internet I'm and, and because it's not my, it's not my kind of music yeah however in the last 20 minutes yeah when I was driving home uh, I listened to a few other songs and I, I actually we'll, we'll get to that other one in a second I'm just building up to that one okay um, the white boy one yeah i listened to the lyrics okay and i quite enjoyed the lyrics because it's the 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 bits in it were quite uh it was it was almost touching on you can't say anything anymore and you get shat on for you know, like if you say, like like you if you're white, you can't say something's black or whatever, and you get and you get shit for it, and you say you're racist. and like, well, what have I said? You know,
1: there's it's oh, very... that is one of our common descriptors for some of the beers that we've had over the past <laughs> couple of weeks. Well, but um, so yeah, going
0: back to our, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, the what did you think of the lyrics?
1: Um, now I I like Tom McDonald. I think lyrically is great. Some of the subject matter. Delivery or content? Both, to some extent. But the content... I'd rather him just write good rap songs rather than trying trying to get the controversy, trying to get the viral views Yeah, yeah. lyrically. And the content that he puts out, the videos are really well made. Mm. Um, but I feel like a lot of his talent's wasted on trying to create controversy. I thought that because I thought... I, I had only really listened to
0: that Dis Battle one yeah. and, and and a few other bits. I hadn't really gone back and listened to the ones where he's actually giving a, a message, like the one I said about
1: um, the, the white boy one. Yeah, I've kind of felt the same frustration with certain things. With Yeah, there's another one called Straight White Male that's on a similar theme. Mm. But again, it's quite it's, it's great. The video's mm. really well made. Um, I enjoyed his
0: uh, more aggressive... Style in certain songs, like the "I'm yeah. Sorry" was quite. um
1: Yeah, it started off quite relaxed. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like the the laughing that he does. It's yeah, he does that in a, quite a few other songs, I think. Yeah,
0: I'm not keen on that. um And the, like the the slow ones are a bit like, like you were saying, when he starts doing the the disses at people or the you know I'm God and all this blah 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 blah, blah, blah bullshit. Yeah. Can't be asked with that. I found it really more a lot more interesting listening to that white boy one and the uh, to an extent the I'm sorry one because wasn't one uh, a response to the backlash? It wasn't that? I yeah, think... the
1: I'm sorry was the response to some backlash that it apparently had. I'm not sure if it
0: was I'm sorry. I think it was another one.
1: There's some something in the lyrics to I'm sorry about um, sorry for dissing that guy, and mm. it is that yeah a response to the Matt Lethal thing, which uh, we discussed a few weeks ago. Um, there were some interesting lyrics in, I'm sorry. The one that, that struck out to me is uh, complicated calculations made to rape the paper. I'm not sure what that ma- what that means because there's nothing about money and maths anywhere <laughs> remotely close to that line. Oh, yeah. um, but it, it was a good song. You've got to, fill, it, you've right? got to fill a song out. Yeah, you've, you've got way. to fill it. And then towards the end of the song, it did turn into sort of you know when Eminem's does an angry song, yeah, it turned into that with waving chainsaws, get your brain chopped into eight parts. It it, it would just it turned into an M&M's quite like the way
0: that went together because didn't he say about putting it together with pins or
1: something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's, there's, there were all sorts of stuff, but it, it it was it just turned into an angry Eminem track for the last verse. I, I
0: didn't I didn't mind I didn't mind the the aggressive um, delivery but I enjoy the lyrics of Ones. Um, what's the one where he's... Is it Everyone Hates Me? The one where he's got the uh, Make America Hate Again balaclava? Or something like that? Yes, I think so. That yeah, was quite interesting. Helps, the lyrics in that were quite interesting. I don't mind... I don't like people that take themselves too seriously. And he definitely doesn't. No. But he does when he starts saying... That's what I have about certain like rap music when it's it's... You get people that go off about guns and blah, blah, and, yeah. get, and they're, like, college-educated, and
1: it's a bit like... Yeah, it's... When you find out Di word who we discussed last week, the yeah. privately educated, it, exactly, it it, off Yeah,
0: but then if you were to turn and go, by the way, this is just my performance, and you go, okay, fair enough, you go yeah. for it, but people that try and pretend to live it makes me a bit...
1: What we view on Boom Bap 101, which was the one that we were instructed to watch by one of our angry commenters... Um, I didn't bother watching it because I thought was... I,
0: the only the notes I wrote down on it were it was very slow and dull, right? Um, I, I I wasn't interested in the lyrics. No, I wasn't interested in this. I thought it was a bit, bleh. Um, but I did listen only about twenty minutes ago to that. Have you heard? Have you heard Ashes? That only yeah, came I've out like two one. weeks ago. No,
1: I really enjoyed it. Really. Yeah. I'll, um, I'll give that one away. <laughs> like you're
0: writing it down, like yeah. right, okay. I'll, yeah, fine. I'll, give, that I'll give that now? one away <laughs> Um Mainly because I, I quite, I always enjoy when you mix a bit of rap and a bit of rock
1: metal. I, I've always oh, enjoyed actually, that collaboration. I might, I might have seen, I might have watched the video for that one.
0: And the chorus, aside from other songs, because I found that whenever he he drifts into singing slightly, ever so slightly, it's all very auto-tuned, which Tells me that he can't sing at all.
1: Yeah, yeah. Some of the ones that I've listened to, you can hear the orchestra. Yeah, it is terrible. And it's like just whatever. Yeah.
0: but that one didn't seem to have it. But the the actual chorus was really enjoyable. Um, yeah, I
1: enjoyed it. Uh, I can see the word lisp written on your piece of paper there. Yeah, the you
0: can. You can tell the first disc track.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's a lisp. No. I think it's all this stainless steel and fake diamonds, yeah, the, the, the grill be, thing. Yeah, but
0: not take them out when he's doing it, surely. I, d- I don't they, know. Because so Slipknot
1: didn't wear their mask when they were recording the, the track. True, but some of them are sort of semi-permanent things. They, they don't just come out and go back in.
0: How does this thing work, then, the teeth thing? The grill. Yeah, how does that work? It's are they like, attached,
1: or is it like a denture? It's like veneers. Really? Mm. Oh, fuck that. Mm. My brother had a gold tooth. It looked pretty cool.
0: Yeah, but there's a gold tooth and, and then there's, there's a like... full blinged out grill in there. There's diamonds there are a
1: sharp. difference. I can't see him being real diamonds.
0: What are you trying to say? Are you saying friend of the show, Tom O'Donald? Well, isn't... he
1: claims to have 12 million in one of the diss track videos. Right, okay. Um, but in the same song, he also claims to have only sold 20,000 copies of his album, so. Yeah there's those numbers don't, don't tally
0: up properly for me but if he's putting on an act and yeah. it's all one big show then that's fine yeah so so in conclusion in conclusion I I don't dislike him as much as I I'm not sitting there going I'm his biggest fan Has Carol change your mind
1: she's true yeah y- what what do you think of his uh, aesthetic? Oh, he still looks like a cunt. Yeah, he definitely still looks like a cunt.
0: Yeah. There's no getting around the fact he looks... I'll go back to what I said a couple of episodes ago where I said that he looks like the worst of humanity and shat into a bowl and Because <laughs> it is a bit, Meh, and I get making your own thing, but you're not making your own thing. You're taking bits of other things. It is and, and It then, is a bit you know,
1: much. And my issue is he's is, is fully committed now to being this viral sort of controversy-wanting artist because mm. he's got the terrible tattoos, he's got the terrible haircut, and it's not something that can just be immediately changed to... Yeah. Why I don't do tattoos? Mm.
0: I'm convinced in, like, 20 years or 30 years... Do you remember, like, if you looked at, say, like, grandparents' tattoos? Like, my granddad had this really, like, haggard tattoo on his forearm, like, proper navy and everything. Yeah. And... You know, it, it looked like... I'm thinking in years to come, you're going to be looking at people of our age that are like are all like, you know... Like, yeah. And going, oh, fucking hell. God, that was a weird time, wasn't it? When everyone was just getting... Them. <laughs> and especially the ones getting them on their face. I mean, I remember when Mike Tyson got a tattoo on his face and everyone was going, what a nutter. Yeah, but he was a nutter. He is a nutter. Yeah, animal. Absolute animal. But in conclusion... Um, I have a, a, more of a respect for the certain types of the he's done. I tracks think you're coming done. round to the idea of I am, music but I don't a enjoy more, rap per se. Boy. I don't enjoy the facade of pretending you're, you're God and you're this and you've got guns and money and blah, blah, blah. If you're going to do something like that, I actually quite enjoy something that someone's going to take the piss and, and say. And if you've got a message, which some of those songs had, then I get that. But in conclusion, it was all right. And this episode has been sponsored by the Tom MacDonald Foundation. (laughs) You sent me something that you thought was going to
1: get me triggered. Yeah, um, I I, I feel like I've succeeded. Uh, This was suggested by my cousin Thomas, who, yeah, he he hit the nail on the head with this one. Did he suggest... to piss me off,
0: or just oh yeah yeah he, right. he knew you'd hate it right. Never, I don't think you've ever
1: met him. You might have met him once, but he <laughs> he gets a, he gets the general vibe right. He, right. He thought you'd hate it. Was he correct? <laughs> I couldn't finish
0: it. We, we are talking about um, Bugsy Malone's. What is it?
1: It's an interview done in a documentary style called um, "Be Inspired." Um, he's also got a song called "Be Inspired," but this is the the interview almost like a sort of promotion for a song yeah sort of mm. yeah uh, what were your view on it i know you said <laughs> you
0: didn't finish it but uh I, no i said i didn't finish it i couldn't finish it oh, okay um it seemed so staged to me as well there was bits where it was almost like he was looking into the distance and like oh no there would be bits where he'd say something say profound
1: and, but it it would cut just before it and after it like it's gone. I will say you use the word profound. I, I'd say that's pretty loose, a loose description of some of these. Well, I've got, yeah, I've but, got some quotes. We'll get onto them.
0: But but he, he kind of it's almost like it was cut and gone. Like what was that thing I got to say? Right, and then it'd be and he would say it and then he would cut cut back away again. Um, yeah, I, I've got. So I, I thought it was quite staged. Like, it felt staged to me. Right, um, and. I've, all, I've got this thing about uh, depression, and I think people that s- start talking to, like some people, a lot of people use it as like a, like a, a catch-all for being a bit sad. Well, a bit like a, like listen, I've I've been through depression, I um, and I've come out the other side, and I'm I know what I'm talking about. It's like we all, we all deal with different levels of depression. Yeah, and. Just because you've you've gone through something, that doesn't mean that you are now the you are the the answer, you know. To turn around and come out with some really bog standard, basic, you know, like just got to, you know, believe in yourself. Yeah, you've just got to, you just got to keep going, and and you you can't you know you, you're going to fail, but you have got to keep going. Like everyone fucking knows that.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. Um, he did come out with a lot, but I... Like, don't get me wrong, I like Bugsy more, and I think his music's great. He come out with some utter bullshit in this interview. Uh, quite early on, he said, progress is irreversible. Right. That's bullshit. <laughs> Look at... Well, our oh, next Thomas Thomas Cook. Mm. How much fucking progress they've made over the past 100-plus years. That's all just been reversed. Reversed? Yeah, um... Did you hear the bit he said about the treadmills? Did you get that far?
0: Oh, that was
1: weird. Yeah, he said you've got two treadmills in your life: a positive treadmill and a negative treadmill. And all you have to do, all you have to do to succeed in life, is focus all your energy on the positive treadmill, and things will come to you down along the treadmill, not to trip you up, to to have a positive influence. I in did your think
0: life. I, he was saying this, but then it was like. Wh- What's with the bad, bad treadmill then? Surely you can't you just use the treadmill analogy and say there will be things dropped onto it that you've got a sort of like, they're the bad things.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I thought the exact same thing. Why not just... Turn the negative one off, if there's two there anyway. Just sell it on eBay. Yeah. Get rid of it. You don't need it. Um, the other thing with the homework thing, did you get that far? Mm, no, my not. I might not have got that far. He said, um, all you have to do to succeed in life, everybody has homework, and you have to go home and, and fill in what you want from life in your head. You have to give really good descriptions in the description boxes. And he kept using the term description boxes. Description. All you have to do is fill in the description boxes. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's the thing. It all, this is what I'm saying. It, it seemed to be that the whole thing was built into sections where he had like a little analogy that made no sense, but it was all built around that. It was building up to an analogy which he would come out with and it would write on the screen like, no, that's your message.
1: Yeah. And then it, then it would move on to the next one, but they
0: don't make, they, they made no sense.
1: Like one of them was, you have to create your own nine-to-five job and then do it 24-7. <laughs> How that works with nine-to-five jobs beyond me, but... That's what Pioneership is. Pioneership. Which I'm pretty sure is not a word, <laughs> but is taken verbatim from this video.
0: Yeah. Um, another, another thing that I found, he, he went on about saying that he he referred to himself as King in the North.
1: Or, yeah, that's his. He's King got it
0: tattooed across his... And it was on like decals and stuff, which didn't look very good. It was stuck to the side. I mean, at least if you're going to match something to the back of a vehicle, it's got to be the same colour. But I digress. So that's a Game of Thrones reference. So he's obviously just you know that's nicked straight from that because even well that is mentioned. Yeah, yeah, he mentions that. Yeah, but then later on he goes on to say um, you can't give yourself a nickname. You can't give yourself a nickname so it doesn't stick. Yeah, It it doesn't stick. So you can't you can't name yourself, but you've just said two minutes before that you named yourself that, which isn't original because you've taken it from a TV show that you probably like. True. And can I make put, make it clear as well? Bugsy Malone isn't a original name either. Bugsy Malone was a film. Yeah, it's exactly. a child gangster
1: name. film. Aaron Davis or Adam Davis. It was uh, like that. yeah, it's not not quite even good. it is actually quite good.
0: I've I not seen it in years, but I think the was, film is great. Bugsy Malone yeah. is great. But you know, would you, what we can clarify from this that he is not at all original everything is everything is just this is what I'm saying this is what I don't like people that just take something and just do the same shit there's nothing about him that's original can I also make another point as well about him yeah feel free all this shit about TNF and everything yeah and in in one of his videos you know the one where he's like silly arsonly leaning out of a out of the window he yeah bollocking on about TNF
1: being the North Face yeah of people that don't work in the industry yes apologies
0: Um when it's showing clips of him back in the day he's just got loads of TNF stuff on yeah I, I thought that'd have been quite embarrassing to leave that in but um
1: yeah but he probably never intended on yeah, oh, I don't know it would probably in his job this. description box on his homework <laughs> um, take on the North Face <laughs>
0: yeah uh, there was bits that were interesting, but um, another yeah. thing I found that was a bit, bit weird, he'd uh, it, be doing, you know, you know the standard English sort of rapper talking voice?
1: Yeah, they are the Armour Gangster voice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What was hilarious about that documentary yeah. was that he's coming out with these statements in that voice. But when he starts going off about something that he's actually interested in, when he starts talking about the boxing... When he gets a bit passionate. He goes, well, mank. Yeah. He, he... drifts back into his actual proper accent. Yeah, he did And, he just, really and it's mank. almost like, oh shit, no, I'm supposed to be a gangster. Yeah. And then goes straight back into it again. Bizarre. The boxing thing, I, for the majority of what I listened to, it was about the boxing and how much he liked boxing and how much he was going to be a champion and how much he was going to be... A, I, th- I thought a bit like... I'd have had more respect for you if he'd have carried on doing that. I
1: think he got locked up and lost his license. Locked up and... Lost his professional boxing license. He didn't mention that? No. He mentioned he mentions going to prison. I must have drifted Football. off. Yeah, or yeah. lost consciousness. Yeah, he might have done at that point. Um, yeah, he got into a fight out, outside of, of a fight and got locked up for it and he lost the ability to go and do professional hmm. fights. Well, um, I get he's had a tough tough upbringing, and he has done really fucking well. Um, His new, his new thing, if you watched it right to the end, um, he's took his, his own work home again, uh, <laughs> and he's refilled in his description boxes, and his new challenge is to make it in America. He wants them to know who he is. He wants right. them to know that he is king in the north. Right. Um,
0: Self-appointed king in the north. Yeah.
1: Uh, he, he says about going to Hollywood at the end of the video, so... Probably see in some films in the next couple of years. Oh, I can't wait for that. Yeah. What films do you think he would be in? Uh, something as terrible as... Expendable 16? Triple X. Yeah. Which I watched the most recent one of that has Michael Bisping in it. Um, dreadful. Dreadful film. But off topic. That, Matt, that's a topic for another week. Yeah. Um, yeah, so your are bugs documentary. You loved it. Yeah. I started, when you sent it to me and I watched
0: the first two minutes. Yeah. And then I was like, oh God, this is going to be horrendous. And I sat down and watched it. And parts of it, I enjoyed the boxing bit more, to be honest, than him talking about the boxing. Yeah. Because I like boxing.
1: I get where it come from.
0: And I get, I, you know, I get that, but I, I just think nothing about him to me seems original or worthy of listening to. Because right. every every aspect of of him just seems to be to me. Because God forbid I would have my own opinion. Carol. Carol. Because <laughs> y'all don't know my feelings. Um, it's just boring. And like I said, we can't do gangster in this country. It just looks embarrassing. It, yeah, it does a bit. And also, what the fuck was up with that room that he was sat in? That's his garage. That's his garage. I think so. It was like yeah. a mix between like a front room and a garage. I couldn't yeah, work out what it was.
1: There was some random shit in there. It's that. it's on some other videos that he's done and, and like when they turn round it is like his Lamborghinis sat there and, and like Yeah, the weird house.
0: house. The house that I wouldn't expect him to get, which is It looks house. like a farm. It does, yeah. Yeah,
1: I think he calls it his, his castle or something. I liked it. I quite it, like the house. Nice. The house looked really nice. But um, to, to have drawn the house and then have it built must must be like a nice feeling. But it, it's not a gangster house. It's it's it looks like a yeah, which is fair enough. Farm. It's a
0: nice it's a nice house. But I'm not being funny. But when he started showing the pictures, and it was it was his core ends in
1: yeah, crayons like
0: make that for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it, with, here's a drawing. Yeah, you go and make yeah. You go and make right, that. Right, that's that.
1: probably what he's done with his little holster that he makes oh. for uh, his Bama Long Clothing brand and his trainers. Yeah, <laughs> colored <laughs> some that. trainers. That logo is shite. It's massive. It's massive. Like they never do a small version of the Beamer
0: Law. It's, it's like a compass. It's and, yeah. horrible.
1: It's a shit compass. I'm sorry, Bugsy. It's a horrible logo. And the smallest you ever see it on any is about that big. It's huge. Yeah. It's unnecessarily um, massive. It's sort of like a rip off of, um, Stone Island. Like yes. a bad Stone Island yeah, yeah, yeah. rip off. Yeah,
0: I'm with you. Uh, I'm not a fan of that. So. Uh, I am still yet to be impressed by anything Bugsy I'll, I'll find produces. a good
1: Bugsy Malone track for us to review one week.
0: Well if we get into the thousands in these episodes
1: Yeah, I might might be able to find one.
0: What do you think is the best one?
1: Of his off the top of my head, do put you, me on the spot now. Well what do you think <laughs> what do you like about the lyrics? Um it's hard to think of specifics on the spot. It's they are up. Not upbeat, but and I don't want to say they're inspiring, but they're just interesting because they are about him, you know, growing up and going through hardships. Blah blah blah. We've been through all this before. It it's just good music. It's you can say that about any. I can pick a, any artist. And right, what do you like about their lyrics? It's well, I've it, got this bloke called Tom McDonald, who I'm a massive <laughs> fan of. Um, he's done two tracks called uh, M.E.N. Mm-hmm. 1 and 2. Right. Um, and M E M 1 were done about three years ago, something like that. Um, and it, it's literally about him making it and right. what he thinks at the time is making it. And it's like, I've got a new... One of the lyrics is, I've got a new three-bedroomed crib. And then it's blah, blah, blah. But then in the second one, it's like, he's going on about... He thought he'd made it before... Cause he was driving around in like an M3, hmm. and now he's got the Lamborghini, and he's got the seven-bedroom house,
0: and yeah, see that—that's just meh. That's just boring. That's just—I that, always think it's a bit lording it over people. Like, look, I've got loads of money.
1: Would you not if you had loads of money?
0: Not like that. I wouldn't Would you be not look down music? on those peasants? Yeah, but I wouldn't just be making—I wouldn't be making shit music. Right, so there's something else in the news lately, and the demise of Thomas Cook.
1: Yeah, the absolute meltdown of a 100-plus-year-old company. Mm. Um, now, I love going on order. I live for going on holiday. Yeah, You're always on order. I'd like to be. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to be. Um, it's been in the news a lot this week. It, it's gone into absolute meltdown. Mm. Like the, the company's gone bump. That's it. 20,000 staff across the world. Uh, a million and a half holidaymakers and future holidaymakers have had their holidays cancelled.
0: I saw that. So It was mentioned that there was going to Spain, there was like 115,000 over the next two weeks alone. Yeah. Booked through Thomas Cook.
1: Yeah, it's it's unbelievable numbers of people book their hotels through. Not just the hotels, the entire package. Um, mm. There's been some weird stories come out about it, but my thing is, how can a company like that go bump. All they do is book flights, book hotels. They run their own flights, probably run some of their own hotels, but if you're running flights and you've been doing it for hundred plus years, you know how much it costs to run that flight. So you have a baseline ticket price. That, so you never make a loss. I don't understand the thing is how this company can make money. They are on the high street as well. Well that that were a mistake from since early 2000s when the internet come in. Close oh, it's all your high street into, it's, shops. It's
0: coming to its own now, totally. Yeah, I get I get right. that, that you can
1: book online. But yeah, but 10 years ago, you could book online. 10 years ago, they should have closed all the high street shops and become an online-only company.
0: Mm,
1: or, or at least started to
0: phase them out. Because yeah. they did say <clears throat> that it's a lot of older people that don't know how to use them. I mean, I'm not being funny, but I've got relatives that are like in their 70s that know how to use the internet. It's not like... Yeah. But I get that there are some people that are that don't understand, but and that's
1: why they go, and they like to kind of, you they know... They like a catalogue and a book and, and a magazine that you can get, but you're not going to lose the majority of your customers. Hmm. The majority of the stories that I've seen, they're not old people. It's people that have weddings. It's people that have funerals to go to. It's people that, you know once-in-a-lifetime trips. So That's sub... because the
0: old people that were out there were the first to drop.
1: You see? Yeah, they're dead now. Yes, they um, um... I see it as they have a social responsibility to the staff and the customers, really. Well, the ones that are just stuck out there and everything. Did you
0: see the stories of the people that were? Um, the hotels were asking people yeah, to pay? Yeah, um, in
1: Tunisia, um, they, they, were, they locked the gates and weren't letting people leave until they'd paid again for their accommodation.
0: Because the idea being that you pay Thomas Cook before you go and then and they the, sort it out. Yeah,
1: after you get back, apparently, or yeah, yeah. at the end of the month, Thomas Cook settles their account with a company. Um, the, the country that I heard were Tunisia, which I'm not saying it's third world, but it's pretty third world in Tunisia, you know, let's be serious. Um, that's a scary country to be being, being held hostage at the end of the day by a hotel. No,
0: no, well, people being asked to pay, like, from what I was hearing, like 800 quid yeah, well, plus.
1: Yeah, whatever your your hotel were. If you'd gone for two weeks, all inclusive, mm. five star hotel, it'd be two grand. Yeah, 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 totally. And who at the end of their holiday has got any cash left at all? You've spunked it up the. Oh, exactly. You, you've budgeted. you budgeted, yeah. you, you've already paid for your holiday, so you're only taking with you your spends. And if you? they're asking at the end of your holiday, well, now you need to pay, you've spent all your spends. Yeah, exactly. It's, well, what, it's gone. What, what, what can they do? I don't
0: know. But you've, you get, like, atoll protected, don't you, as well? It's yeah. Like, where does that, but where does that come from? That's just an
1: insurance. You, you get paid out after the fact. Mm. So now the people that have holidays booked that have been cancelled will be able to claim it back, in theory. But my guess is whoever runs the atoll insurance will go bump. Because of the amount of money you're having to pay out. Yeah. You yeah.
0: get that. Well, like, yeah, there was all these weird things that I heard yesterday that you could only... You could claim... In a certain circumstance and not if others and if you did it on a voucher that voucher wasn't valid there was one woman i'd heard that had got three thousand pounds worth of thomas cook
1: vouchers she'd won them through work yeah i read this as well couldn't use them Um, because obviously they're null and void now oh no there were one that i read and she'd what him or her had won them through work and when they heard they were going to go bankrupt they went and booked a holiday in the hope that they'll be able to claim it back ah, off the actual insurance clever. and get something for them. So, like, they bought upgraded flights <laughs> and, and like, all sorts of mad stuff, everything they could to to take it right up to the penny mm. on um, these uh, vouchers to try and claim it back. Whether or not they'll be able to, they've not lost anything either way. But she's come out and said that was exactly what they were doing, so yeah. you don't
0: deserve that money. What well, why, why don't they? Because she's come out and said it. Yeah, I suppose
1: so. Um, it's like robbing a bank and then walking out and going, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, no baits, baits. Baits. Um, The other thing is the sort of, what do you call it, predatory marketing that a lot of the other companies oh, are doing. yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard so, one today. that I forget which one it was, but it said something about reliable. Yeah. The well, the the one that I was looking at was a woman that had booked to take her kids to Disneyland through Thomas Cook. Hmm. £3,000 she'd paid. Got cancelled. Got paid out straight away somehow. Went to rebook it with somebody else, and it, they wanted twenty-two grand because they know people there, there are was desperate all, there to was put holidays. There was all this thing, weren't
0: there? I'd heard that, that people complaining that there were the rock prices were being raised up, which is fucking which, scandalous. Which
1: it's going to happen. It's a supply and demand market. It's, yeah, but fuck me. That's, but that's, there's tech in the
0: piss. That's taking the piss. That, that's that's <laughs> literally just in a in a.
1: Out like an
0: earthquake
1: yeah. emergency thing, game. Yeah. Oh, bottled water, ten mm-hmm. quid a bottle now. Yeah. Oh okay. well. Uh, yeah, I have a few people on Facebook and friends and family that um, they had holidays booked, re- like close. Mm-hmm. Like my cousin was supposed to go next week. Um, I have a friend that was supposed to go in a couple of weeks. Um, they've been cancelled, and I don't know. why I don't think they've got the money back yet, but they've must have stuck it on a credit card or had some savings or whatever. So they've just booked anywhere.
0: I suppose if you get it on the credit cards, you can... So there's back.
1: another level of insurance that you can get with that. Um, but they've just booked an holiday anywhere just because they've got the mindset, no, I'm fucking going on holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I booked, well, you, I booked well, an holiday. You've, I'm you've going on a holiday. I and mean,
0: especially as some, sometimes you might be, for a big holiday, you might be like saving for a year. Do
1: you know yeah. what I mean? So and having missed a holiday recently... Hmm. Um, Why did you miss that holiday? Uh, got stuck in traffic and missed the flights. Yeah, yeah. fucking traffic. Yeah, which we couldn't claim it. On the M60? Back. Yeah, Ring Road.
0: Yeah, fucking hate. That, is the, that yeah. is the worst. I have been on the M25 and I hate the M60.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, it's a horrible feeling. It, it's terrible. But people are finding light in it as well. Have you seen any of those stories? No. So when I was reading about um, the last flight stuff that people were trying to flog on eBay... <laughs> on a slightly lighter note, so, um a pilot's wing badge, you know, they, so when they've, you know, yeah. the pilot, been made redundant, selling this, blah, 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 along with his tie and the rest of his uniform. Um, Opportunist. Yeah, there was people selling, you know, when you go on a long off flight and they give you like a free blanket. Yeah. Like, Thomas Cook branded, like, limited edition now because there's no more of them. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. A one-of-a-kind, unused, limited-edition Thomas Cook sick pack. Glad that one were unused. Um, <laughs> Would it be more if it was? Yeah. Um, there were all sorts of stuff. Used cabin crew tights. Now, I'm sure there's some fetishists that... I'm sure there's some market for that. But, Are they branded tights? Um, Yeah, they get all the uniform, don't they? In yeah, a big company like that, they be branded. As in, like,
0: ladies' yeah. tights? Well,
1: yeah. Is, not, is that not
0: just like another thing? I mean, I don't know. Air, air I don't know
1: because I've never seen a, a woman air hostess in pants. They always have a skirt on. So maybe they do. Mm. Well, I've never
0: noticed.
1: But yeah, people sort of making light of it and trying to find a silver lining. There were some nice stories about people having a whip round on flights for the, the people that have been made redundant. I saw that. And, there and, was
0: one sad story. There was some woman and her husband, her husband... Was diagnosed with like cancer last year, and all the family had got together to. I think he wasn't given a year, but yeah. he was still alive after a year. So they said they'd go and make the most of it and get on holiday, and everyone to pay for it. And then it had gone, gone fucked but... up, so they the family did another whip
1: round and yeah. got them away again. There were like Thomas Cook staff members from the stores and the entertainers and hotels that are, they're just turning up to work because they know everybody's out there screwed, and they're just like they were one entertainer and she would, she just went in and said they've paid for their holiday I know I'm not being paid but I don't have a job I've now else to it's do it's
0: almost a bit like the musicians on the Titanic yeah, still yeah
1: sort of um, there were members of the shops over here that were going standing outside the shops trying to help people mm. when they were turning up to find out what what were happening Um People are sort of sticking together, but it's still an absolute shit show. It should have never happened. Totally,
0: considering that I'd, I'd seen that there were seven non-binding offers for parts of the business that were rejected by the board in the build-up to it. Yeah, and and, and
1: a build-up to a company of this magnitude going bankrupt takes years.
0: Yeah, well, they were. When you look back at the formation, it's it's not been one continuous company. It's been sort of merged. <laughs> Like yeah, it's in its present form, was merged from two companies, which were another company, which were merged. So it, you have to follow it quite a bit back until you get to like original Thomas Cook. But well, over
1: the past, let's say five years, somebody's known this is going to happen.
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent. Why right. didn't they
1: close the shops? Why? Because it they all was do, sudden. Do as far as being released to the general public, yeah, it was all like, you're all fucked. Yeah, you're all fucked. But make sure you still go early. And um, why is it? When when they were after money to keep them afloat, why is it the government that pays them out? Because they were after two hundred million quid from the government. Why is it not the main shareholders? Right, I am selling so many of my shares to the government. To that, not to anybody, to any business, to some shady Chinese company. Yeah, well, they won't care, though, will they? Because they'll still... no. But if they can see, if you have a good business plan, say, right, if we get this money we're going to continue making money. We, we've just got a, a short cash flow problem. Mm. Somebody would buy them shares. But the fact that they wanted 200 million quid from the government weren't getting it says to me that even if they'd have got it, they'd have only given them another few months. Then it'd be Christmas time and they'd be skin again. Or they'd just go bump. I'm not an expert on business. I could be talking bollocks, for all I know. I've just realised here I am giving fucking multi-million pound business advice and I'm mean, absolutely fuck all about it.
0: How many shares did you buy?
1: Me? I'd rather not talk about it. <laughs> <that>. Ha! <laughs>
0: yeah. I, I did see... Uh, as well. Did I see 3... Point, uh, this seemed ridiculous, but 3.1 billion pound debt?
1: How? How does a company get into that... Countries don't have that much debt. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I know it's again like I said I don't understand business fully because I see every year in the news companies will do like a first quarter loss of hundred and something million I don't know I how was how, how a company you could make a loss of so much but yeah that's fine just carry on mm. it's, it's it's mental
0: well rest in peace Thomas Cook
1: yeah I'm glad my remaining holidays this year are not booked with you As has sort of come tradition, you have a bit of a rant this week. Um, all you've told me about it is it's around parking. Mm. Um, do you want to elaborate?
0: Yeah. I the, the first to die when I take power will be the people that park in disabled spaces and the family spaces or mother and child spaces whatever they're called so you don't when like families are disabled when they are disabled. when they are neither of the two when it's a cunt in a BMW you can't be asked to walk five paces further
1: alright um,
0: when I go in the morning I pop into Asda in the morning very early and I won't it's really not far from the normal spaces the normal standard like states spaces yeah to the to the door the one, the disabled spaces are right next to it, but you'll get so many people that just park there. And the worst that I've had um, a couple of years ago, this van had come in and parked lengthways across three disabled spaces.
1: Very early in the morning. I can't see that being an issue.
0: Why are you saying disabled people don't go out early in the morning?
1: Yeah, they're far too lazy to get out <laughs> bad. No, what I'm saying is nobody goes shopping that early in the morning. How well are we talking? If it's the principle of the thing. You're uh, just being a bit no. soft.
0: No, I'm not. If I, it were
1: a busy time, if it were half seven, eight o'clock in the morning, people are starting to go out. Yeah, no, you don't park there. It's like if it were three o'clock in the morning, would you still have an issue with? it?
0: Yeah, but that's just saying it's a, it's more of like a moral thing, and I don't, I think it you're a scum of the earth if you do that. I hate you. I would put you in a
1: bag with cyclists. Right, because I park in... Right, I don't park in disabled sports, I draw the line there, but parent and child sports, parking them. Usually I've got somebody shorter than me in my car, so the sign is just a big person and a little person. Who are you, who are you transporting around that's very little? Uh, you, my wife. <laughs> um, there's not... I don't have many passengers that are taller than me, if I'm honest. True. Um... So as far as I'm concerned, that's big person, little person. Also, if you've got a child that can walk, you have no need to park in a parent and child spot. Parent and child spot are for people with children in, like babies, like they're in a they're in a high oh, chair. Yeah, there's and a certain it's limitation, to get to. yeah, I, yeah. Because I see people like my mum could. My, my brothers are twenty-one and twenty. If they go out shopping, with my mum that's parent and child. No need for them to park, in, but. Legitimately, they could park there. Also, there's certain levels of disabilities.
0: Surely you're not saying your brothers have got the mental ages of children. Surely. Have you met them?
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) My other issue is people that unnecessarily have a blue badge. Oh, yes. Because if you're disabled... But your mobility is not impaired. You have no entitlement to one of those. Yeah, I. There is physical disability which you
0: should have one for. Yeah. If you've got a disability that is not physical, you shouldn't be in that parking space.
1: Yeah. If you're an epileptic, you don't need a parking space. What, what's that? Yeah. To what's do? that? Got, what's
0: what's yeah, that? What's Your to legs do? still work. Yeah. I mean, yes. I, I. I won't.
1: Yeah, I'm not going to get into this because I know not all disabilities are visible. Da, 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 da.
0: Yeah, but that, that's different. That's that, in a, in, Say in a workplace, if you were being sort of put down because of a disability, that's different. But a parking
1: space is for a physically... Yeah, they're wider so that you, you know, because if you need to open the door for it to yeah. get out or, get or you need to get a yeah. wheelchair out, Yeah. if you don't need to do either of those things, you don't need a parking space that's close to the doors. Exactly. I mean... Also, my local supermarket, the disabled spots and the parent-child spots especially, are further away from the doors than the normal parking spot. The parent and child are like round the corner and out the way. Do they have more space though? Um, There's a bit of a little bit, yeah, yeah, a little bit at either side. But there's only four of them, and they're like round the corner. Mm. Like there's no benefit to parking there. It's hard to pull out if anything. Um, whereas there's some that are like right next to the doors that are just normal parking spaces,
0: or you think they're normal car parking spaces and you're just an I treat them cunt. as if
1: they're normal car parking spaces. Also, if your kid's not in a pram or I seat or whatever, or can get out of the car and it's on its own, why do you need a bigger space? In the parent, well, they are. For, they but well, why? All right, my my point should have been is, why do you need to park closer to the doors if you're a parent? Less fuss,
0: less hassle, less time. I don't know.
1: I've no idea. sounds more I don't like have a kids, problem so for know. people that have made that mistake than me. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're not in a rush. If you don't work because you've got kids and you're going doing shopping in the middle of the day, you're not in a rush.
0: True. But it is still busy because, as we found, people don't, don't yeah, work. Yeah, A lot of people don't work. But at the end of the day, like I said, I hate those people.
1: Right, um, and on to our final segment. We've got some more beers, um, some of which are from beer 52 and one that I've, I've tried this one. I think it was this one before, um, but it's interesting. Um, I'm going to start off with beer 52 One, It's the Runabout Red American Amber Ale um, from Sabago Brewing Company. Oh, right, yeah. Which doesn't sound particularly American, but it's made in Maine and brewed for times like these. For mockery yeah um it says the wooden runabout means quality craftsmanship and a wicked good time here's to an American classic so I think the runabout red might be a bob so we'll we didn't it. do the research no we you know we, we research our excellent musicians and okay.
0: we research the musicians we sample the beer yeah
1: well, that's, mm, brown
0: mm-hmm.
1: bigger glasses this week yep. Yeah. Now this doesn't have any mad flavours like some power. <clears> our... Yeah we're lacking mad flavours. Yeah, we've we've gone for hopefully less horrible, horrible beers. And, this f- time.
0: and for this time let's lean back when we drink
1: yeah, the last one I know. Again it was very right, loud. Cheers. Cheers. It's not as cold as I'd like. Yeah. We didn't refrigerate <clears throat> this one for no and this reasons. One.
0: This one's been sat under the stairs,
1: under the lights. Yeah. Um. It's all right. Yeah. It's apparently you can get ten cents if you return the can. Uh, yeah, I got distracted by the can. Then. Um. It's all right. I don't know whether I'm a biggest fan of ales.
0: I don't mind ales. I, I never used to, but I prefer, I prefer like pale ales. Pale ales, ales yeah.
1: To, to this sort of dark, <clears throat> cloudy. I know we said it twice last week, but I have had piss that looks like that. <laughs> um, out of ten, go on. Well, we're going straight for the review now. Yeah. We? Uh, so I feel like we right. might at some point have to have a different scale for horrible flavored beers and non-flavored beers, but um, I'd give that a six. I I'd give it a seven after a couple of pints, I'd, I'd probably get into it when you're drinking that.
0: Yeah, I, I yeah,
1: I that seven. If it was slightly colder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like it could potentially be a, a strong seven, close to an eight if it were cold.
0: Yeah, which I'm not supposed. To, I'm not sure if it's supposed to be cold, but because they're not really supposed. Yeah, ales are aren't supposed to be
1: massively no. chilled.
0: But there are some, there are some ones you
1: can get that are particularly yeah. nice. Cold's got to be better than lukewarm.
0: Yeah. But it is a different, I mean, I wouldn't go to somewhere like Tesco's and pick up three ales and just, yeah.
1: No, yeah, they'd sit in the fridge for an hour, wouldn't they?
0: Yeah. So you're saying seven?
1: Yeah, we'll go for seven for that one. Right, well, second one is from Reketai Brewing Company. Um, It just says dark lager on it. Some nice artwork, which apparently you can follow the QR code to um, read a story, which we won't do. There's no description, literally. There's ingredients in Hungarian. And it says Dark Lager.
0: And where did you acquire this one from? Beer 52 uh, No, Luke.
1: Luke give me this one from BF52.
0: Right. Okay. This isn't part of the free samplage.
1: No. Oh, that is a weird. Oh. <laughs> that is horrible looking. That is
0: a really horrible colour.
1: As well. <laughs> Might as well
0: enter <laughs> the camp.
1: Oh, God. Look at that. Yeah, that's a uh, man's mainly form, but it looks like coffee with a splash of milk in. It's dark. Do
0: you know what? I, when, when I lived in Ireland, we had to rod the drains a few times. Right. That does look like the fluid that comes just before the turds. <sighs> Enjoy. <laughs>
1: Not keen. I quite like that. <coughs> really?
0: Oh. It might be because I had to fight my way through five inches of
1: foam, but... Mine equally for Man, I did pour want, them well. Do you want me to start pouring in your I future? poured them well, and they, they still formed, I, I think it's... I'm pretty sure it's because at the end you went... It, it could have been, but yeah, I like that. It's nice.
0: No, that is absolutely vile, and that... Probably tastes similar to what follows the turds. Follows or proceeds? Proceeds. Whatever. Whatever's in a drain. <laughs> and
1: before you ask, uh, that's a two. A two? Yeah. That's both. So that's worse than the coffee porter. I'm pretty sure the coffee porter was two. We've we've two and a half. That's got a horrible lingering taste at the end. It's like I've drunk some beer and someone's took a dump in my mouth. Yeah, weird. That's nice. It's better than the fucking horrible grapefruit monstrosity that we had a couple of weeks ago. Didn't I like that? You did. I didn't. <laughs> what? It's, it's all right. That it's. I've nothing to say. It's. It's not massively tasty. It's not at all tasty. It it's, tastes like shit. It's a beige beer. It's like, you know, when you're going to, when you're a student. How often would you go into a pub and I'll have a pint of your cheapest lager?
0: Yeah, but we're not students anymore.
1: Yeah, but. I still do that. I did that on your stag do? No, you didn't. You yeah, went did. the other way. <laughs> oh, no, no, we don't talk about that. 625!
0: Fuck off, we don't talk about that. <laughs> we need to review that. We need to get that beer, if you can remember what
1: it was. I can, but Rob apparently found Rob it. Rob does.
0: Rob, forward it on to us because yeah. we will we'll bring that one back into existence.
1: Yeah, this cloudy stuff <laughs> is fucking grim, yeah. It's nice. I'll give it a six. Oh. Six.
0: Yeah. Right. It's something wrong with you.
1: You alright? Are you alright? Memento. <laughs> right He I'm, says he says we're having to clear his palate. I'm looking forward to the last one. Is I'm hoping that... that it's um just just for reference point, our first one was four point four per cent. Our second one was four point five percent. Now, a third and final is 9.2%. Um, it's the Mr. President Brewdog, uh, the defiant double IPA. Now, I've had something, but it weren't made by Brodog, and it sounds, sounds pretty similar. Uh, while you finish your form, I'll read the description. It says, uh, Mr. President, say hello to the president-elect of double IPAs, an all-American gung-ho of a beer. The First Amendment is full-on, full-tilt flavour. This is a beer superpower flexing its hoppy muscles. Immerse yourself in the Star Spangled Banner of Big Fruit, a Cadillac of chewy toffee malt rolls. Um, and this is a Con 1 of IPAs, an all-out bedrock patriot, oh, all bent yeah. on global domination. <clears>
0: We're building up the tension with this
1: one. Yeah. Vote do... with your senses, vote, Mr. President.
0: Now, there is a certain taste when you go over 6% in a beer. Yeah. That's sort of like,
1: oh, hang on a minute. Yeah. Something's different here. 9.2? 9.2, yeah. I'll pour this one well.
0: I thought you'd given me... (laughs) Looks nice. It smells nice as well. God, you'd almost think this show was sponsored by Bruder. Please. Hmm. Happy to. Right. I really don't want to sound like
1: Greg Wallace here, but... The, smells fruity. Yeah, it does. Really fruity. Um, it doesn't mention any fruit. Oh, no, yeah, it says immerse yourself in the star-spangled banner of a big fruit. It doesn't specify a fruit. Right. So you like this one? I don't know. I've had A double IPA that were edging on this sort of, but it were a long time ago. not that specific one? No. I don't think Brewdog were a thing back then. Right, well, down the hatch. That's really nice. It is, yeah? (laughs) That is better than the one that I had before. The one that I'd had before, I give give a bottle to somebody once and they described it as um, like drinking out of an ashtray.
0: Mm.
1: That doesn't taste as strong as it is on there. No, you could drink pint after pint of that. Yeah. And then probably blackout. How much out. was that? Was that more expensive than any others? Four for six quid. Oh, right, okay. Same offer as all the others, yeah. That has got to be our best one yet, I'd say. I give yeah. that an eight. I give it a strong eight. Yeah. It's bordering on a nine. It's tasty.
0: Thanks for watching episode five of the North and Mouth podcast, and we will see you next Tuesday.
1: Thanks for watching the latest episode of the North and Mouth podcast. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Spotify, iTunes, all the normal places. Uh, yeah.